Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Loving Myself podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> um, so, I'm here with my sister, Sydney. Um, it was actually just her birthday yesterday, so wish her a happy birthday. Um, 22. But I'm very excited to have her on the podcast. We planned this out. Well, when I first started the podcast, I was like, oh my God, I would love to have her on because I feel like her life would be great to talk about for this <laughs> um, because she balances so much. Also, to her right, we have Owen. Owen? Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Owen is Sydney's boyfriend of two years almost. Yeah. That's crazy. Basically, yeah. Yeah, so he's just sitting here listening, but he might pop in and say a few things. Yeah, he might pop in the chat. <laughs> um, so, Sydney... Why don't you start off by just introducing yourself to the audience, telling them a little bit about your college experience and where you're at now. Okay. Um, Well, I attended Sacred Heart University um, in 2020. I graduated in three years. I got my exercise science degree. I was also, and still am, on the D1 track and field team. I'm a pole vaulter. It's been really fun. Um, Right now, I'm in PT school. So I have two more years of my doctorate program, but mm-hmm. I've been loving it here. Sacred Heart has been amazing, and the track team has been so awesome. But yeah, I feel like that's a good synopsis. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so what do you think the biggest difference is between schoolwork or just managing that workload from undergrad to graduate school? So there's like a huge difference, I feel like. I mean, graduating in three years versus four was definitely a lot of work. Like, I took 18 credits every semester. I took winter classes. I took summer classes. But PT school is just a whole nother level. Like, I'm at um, this place called The Chi, which is where I have all my classes. I'm there all day, Mm -hmm. every day, from Monday through Friday. Um, It's definitely harder, but because it's... I'm learning about things I'm going to do in my future. It's, like, way more interesting, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So it's been hard, yes, but I feel like I've been doing well because I love learning about this stuff. Yeah. So it's been fine. Um, I was going to say, what do you think is um, the hardest component in your life to balance? So, like, if you listen to what she said. So she's a D1 athlete in doctorate school in a relationship you know, where do you find the balance between personal life, school life, you know, your relationship? How do you figure it all out? It's a hard question because I feel like it's definitely difficult to balance each aspect of my life, but I feel like the hardest right now is balancing track with school because I feel like I do a really good job talking to my friends. All my friends are in my program, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. So I see them every single day and I talk to my boyfriend who's literally, it's weird talking about him when he's sitting right (laughs) next to me, but I talk to him every day. But going to practice after being in class all day and spending two hours there where I could be spending two hours studying, it's it's hard. It's yeah. I also have been injured right now. Like, I hurt my ankle, so I haven't even been there the normal days I should really be there. And knowing that when I'm not injured and I'll be able to go back every single day, it's going to be a lot more stressful balancing that. But I would definitely say track. Yeah. So do you think that you have any free time outside of what you do? Or do you feel like... Um, yeah, I guess the question would just be, like, do you feel like you have free time on top of everything? Um... Right now, since track is a winter and spring sport, like, the weekends are free. During, like, the week, though, like, if I'm not going to practice, I have, like, a couple hours at night, but again, I'd be doing homework. I have 
force myself to stop all work by 9.30 and just be either Mm -hmm. laying in my bed alone, relaxing, watching a show, or again, calling Owen. So I just have had, I've committed to that since last year. I stop at 9.30 for everything and it's been amazing because Mm -hmm. I'm still doing well in my classes and like I don't ever study well at night anyway. I'm very much a morning person. So it's been good. I feel like I do have balance because I'm able to enjoy my nights, but the weekends have been fun. I know once track starts with like meets in winter and spring, it's every single weekend. So that might be hard. So one thing that I'm eventually going to talk about on this podcast is healthy and unhealthy relationships. And I think when you're involved in so many different things and you're involved also in a relationship, um, a long-term one too, they also do long distance too. That's another component. Um, so fun. (laughs) So how do you make time for your relationship? Um, you know, I feel like sometimes it's hard to like set those boundaries and be like, okay, I'm going to stop studying at this time so then I can give myself this time to talk to Owen or, you know, do X, Y, and Z. Like, how do you set those boundaries? I mean, I, I just know myself and I know like what I put in is what I'm going to get. So like, I'm, I I just feel like I'm a really disciplined person and track. I honestly feel like athletes, the more, like, the more that you do, like, I just noticed, like, athletes that have practice at a specific time every day do better in school because you're forced, you know that you have class from this time to this time, you know you're in your sport and you're practicing from this time to this time, this is the only time you can do your work, so you have to be productive, so I noticed that, like, I've been good at balancing every part of my life, but when it comes to Owen, like, I just feel like we're both, we put in so much effort to talk to each other, and we put in so much effort to see each other, like, I have seen him, like, probably, I don't know, like, five times, and it's been, like, what, two months of school? Maybe even longer. I would say so. Yeah, maybe even, like, six weekends. He's come up a couple times, I've went to him, um, and it's been great. I don't know, I feel like we do a really good job, even over the summer when we're four and a half hours apart. We managed to see each other eight times this summer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's insane. Do you feel like there was ever a point where you're like, wow, I'm spreading myself a little too thin and I haven't been putting enough effort into the relationship? No, I don't think so. That's, that's good. That's awesome. Because <laughs> it's, like, hard. Like, when you have when you have so many components in your life, I feel like it's very easy to spread yourself out very thin. Of course. Thin. No, and I've gotten to a point where I, like, yeah. especially during finals week and during, like, when there's always finals, it's when the season's picking up and mm-hmm. when it's most important, like, especially in the spring, finals week is always right around our conference championships, and it's hard to balance everything, but I feel like when it comes to Owen, like, we both put in the work so much yeah. to, like, keep ourselves, like... Yeah. I don't know. I just... Oh, Owen wants to chime in. Owen has I'll, to say. I'll chime in a little bit here. I mean, I think that Sydney and I, obviously we both went to Sacred Heart and we're living pretty similar lifestyles for the past couple of years. We're both Division One athletes, excelled in school, etc. And although since I'm older than Sydney, I'm graduated, I live pretty far away, long distance. Like I'm in Massachusetts, she's elsewhere. And I think that really the key is just making sure that you prioritize what's important to you. I know that I've talked to Sid a lot about it. She has obviously a ton of things on her plate between school, being a track athlete, all of that. I think that like 
you really just need to work together in a relationship and just find like common goals that you really want to strive for. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that like you really just need to like lay out that foundation and almost like redefine your relationship when you really like make that significant change and become long distance. Yeah, I think that that was said perfectly. Like we knew, I mean, I didn't even say this before, but me and Owen met freshman year. We were track teammates. And then, of course, we fell in love, started dating, but he graduated and he has like this really amazing job now, but he hasn't been at Sacred Heart and I've still been here. I'm going to be here for another two years. And since we knew that this was going to be long distance and again, now he's going to start working and I'm going to be in a doctorate program, I think we amped up like our effort and what we prioritize. And I feel like it's been really great. I mean, September, like the very start was kind of stressful balancing it, but I feel like we didn't even like sweat it. Like, I feel like it was okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Obviously it's hard being dis- long distance in general. Like it's very challenging when you can't see the person that you love, but it's just, like, looking forward to the next time you see them. It goes by a lot faster. You guys dated for, uh, I guess, about a year when you both were in college and you lived so close to each other. We were five minutes like, apart. <laughs> literally so close, you know. Now, how has your, like, relationship changed? What do you think has been, like, the biggest component besides putting in more effort since you're doing long distance? Mm-hmm. You know, since you're not seeing each other all the time and talking all the time like how do you keep yourselves as connected as you were when you were seeing each other 24 7 well we ever since being in college too we literally try to facetime every night like we always do that especially over the summer the past two years we've facetimed every night uh i think that's really helpful because you you know that you can't talk at every single point of the day especially me i'm in class all day he's working like he won't be able to talk to me all day. So, like, when we FaceTime, we have such, like, genuine Mm -hmm. conversations because we have so much to talk about. Whereas if we were to be texting every day, explaining what we're doing, like, at all times, the FaceTime call won't be as insightful because we already know what we've done. I mean, we do still text a lot, but we definitely, like, look forward and share, like, our highlights on FaceTime, and I feel like that's helped so much. I really think that, like in all relationships it's important to make sure that you do live like separate lives a little bit and you are able to give each other some space because being long distance it like Sid really taught the importance of finding like the excitement and yeah basically just the excitement and little things like it's really rewarding knowing that like she's at Sacred Heart Um, striving to achieve the things that she is with track and school and myself just starting a new job. It's really refreshing knowing that, like, we're able to reconnect every single night at night and sort of just, like, talk things out, share our experiences, and I really think it just helps our relationship in general. That was great. Kind of shifting the topic over to mental health, you know, when you're, I think the common theme here is, you know, you're involved in so many things it's very easy to spread yourself very thin and realize oh shoot like I haven't given myself enough time to like come back to center or rebalance you know what things do you do to keep yourself mentally healthy I feel like I always prioritize self-care it's important to keep your mental health like a priority in a situation or not in a situation but at a time in your life where it's like super key what piece of advice do you have for college athletes out there that is Hold on, I'm going to have to let that simmer for a sec, and I'm sure Owen can chime in. 
I think if you are really passionate about what you're doing in high school and you know that you want to do this for another four or let's say you're graduating in three years, another three to four years, and you are like fully committed, I think that you should follow that passion because it's so worth it. The teammates that I have met here are my best friends. Like, th- my friend group, I am obsessed with all of the people that are on my team. Like, everyone compliments each other so well. There's no drama. Like, that's my group, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think if I didn't meet those people and I wasn't a part of the team, I would have a whole, like, a whole different college experience. Yeah. Not that it would be a bad different, but it would just be different. And I'm just happy it ended up the way that it did. But I would say if you're passionate and you're willing to put in the time, because Division One. I mean, even if you want to do Division Three, but Division One is just a lot mm-hmm. of time. It's yeah. a huge commitment, um, but it's so worth it. That was pretty good. Owen, I just got a thought, and this question's directed at you. Owen did something that I don't even think I've ever met somebody that was able to do both. He was involved in a fraternity and in D1 athletics. Can you kind of touch upon that? Because that is insane. Like, when I thought about it, because I was involved in a story, heavy, heavily involved, and I felt like I had zero free time. So that on top of practicing and meets, you know, how did you do that? Yeah, you know what, Mags, that, that is a really good question because it really was difficult for me trying to find a balance. I think I really knew, like, graduating high school that I wanted to go to a college that allowed me to not only pursue, like, what I wanted to do athletically, but I feel like I'm a pretty social person. And I knew that I wanted to be able to, like, continue doing that in college. So I know that, like, earlier on I was talking a little bit about, like, your ability to, like, prioritize. And I literally cannot stress that enough. Um, Sid touched up upon that a little bit earlier. I think that, like, obviously as a Division One athlete, you have a set schedule. Like, every single day you need to set aside a few hours for you to practice. And the way that I looked at it, like that time where we had practice that was I really just tried to like throw myself in and try to get as much out of it as I could because if I was able to really just like block out all the external things like schoolwork social life relationships really just focus on like achieving the goals that I wanted to that that was really huge for me and then like once you're done with those practices then you can kind of resume like all right like I checked that box now I can go socialize with my (laughs) friends I can I can go out have a great time yeah and I think that was honestly like the biggest thing for me like even like if you're I don't know the people listening to this like even if you just get like a planner so like something super basic just like Mm -hmm. literally just mark out your days yeah and when you set time for something literally just set your mind to doing that and block out everything because it allows you to like Mm -hmm. focus so much more on what you have like currently you do it way more productively no yeah absolutely and i i really think that that was like the biggest thing for me because like Mm -hmm. if my mind was in a million places at once there's no way i would have been able to like do track like be on eboard have a social life Mm -hmm. it would have been like impossible i kind of talked about this a little bit in one of my podcasts Because since I have graduated and now I work full-time, I think a key important part to balance is also having, like, steady routines. And you kind of talked about it a little bit. You know, like, planning your days is really important because then you have a routine for everything. You allot a certain amount of time. 
goes into setting those boundaries. You know, you don't want to overwork yourself. You know, when if you end work at 5, you want to end work at 5 um, and get into that routine. Oh, and this question's for you. So what do you think is one piece of advice you have for students who just graduated and are entering the workforce now? Wow. Uh, it's, um, it's crazy, and I know you're like just new into it. Yeah, but yeah. Maybe what was like one challenge that you didn't expect, or and like were able to overcome, you know, or just any piece of advice, you know, something along those lines. Yeah, no, that's a really good question, and like, I don't, I feel like it's so hard for people who graduate college, especially those who had like a super positive college experience. Like Maggie, it sounds like you had a great time in college. It was semi-okay. We (laughs) had our moments. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. But, um, I think it's just like really maintain, like, I don't want to sound redundant here, but it's just like maintaining that work-life balance. I feel like we both work for companies where like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to take work home you don't yeah. really need to work a ton, like, on the weekends, yep. like, if that. And I think that that's, like, huge. It is. Obviously, like, being able to go out on the weekends, whereas, mm-hmm. like, me, when I'm working now, I see, like, Snapchat videos of all my buddies and, like, Sid, if they go out, and it's, like, totally hard. But um, I really just think that, like, you just need to realize that everyone is going to be in your shoes, whether you're a couple of years older, like eventually, and they're all going to be working. Mm-hmm. I think you just need to like really try to make the most of what you're doing and like really try to find like your coworker relationships yes. are huge. Yep. Like one thing for me, it's hard. It's like the job that I'm working I'm the youngest by far. Like, I, yeah. I'm, like, 22, fresh out of college. Like, the next person's probably, like, 28, and then everyone else has kids. I think that when you surround yourself with people that, like, you have similarities with, and, like, it really gives you, like, more motivation to, like, go ahead and, like, do your job and, yeah, like, no, brings, 100%. like, extra happiness into things. Yeah, I, I think, think that's huge. No, it know. is huge because if you don't love what you do, like... If you're not going to have a good time. If you work full time, you know, you're working like maybe a little under 40 hours a week, you know. So that's a lot of time out of the week to be spending with people. You better like them, you know. I just did my first happy hour like with some of my coworkers last Thursday. Mm-hmm. We had so much fun. But thank you, Owen. I really appreciate that. And thank you, Sydney, too. Um, I'm so happy that I got you guys on this podcast because I was planning it out. Literally when I made this podcast, I know I already said it, but I'm saying it again. I was like, I have to do one with Sid because her life is so interesting and it'd be great to pick her brain. Because, again, the whole point of this podcast is I wanted to connect with people out there. I know we talk a lot about some niche stuff, you know. Mental health is a big umbrella. There's a lot of things underneath there and hopefully we can cover a bunch of topics under that. But then life as a whole, you know, you have a lot of things you experience in your lifetime. And Sydney being, you know, not only just a student in college... Um, you know, she's in a doctorate program and she's an athlete and she's in a full-time relationship. You know, she covers a bunch of different topics that can relate to a lot of different people out there, which is incredible. And same with Owen too. Not only was he a D1 athlete, he was also involved in a fraternity and he also now works full-time and has, you know, a full-time relationship as well doing long distance. So it's very important that I had you guys on this podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. Guys, just to kind of paint the picture for you, we are sitting, Charlie, what's that movie? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you know, the grandparents? 
you know, people always make the memes where it's like they lay in the bed, like they're all like yeah, we were like bed. squished we're together. We're literally right like now. sardines on the bed right now with the mic in, on Cindy's lap. Like that's literally <laughs> how we're doing it. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. As always, I'm so grateful I'm able to do this and share some stories and get the voice out there. So thank you so much, and stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye. Bye. See you guys.